Welcome to The Passion Pod, a podcast by the collective Power by Disciple. In this show, we interview disciple customers and community enthusiasts from all industries as we discuss building and scaling communities. Tune in to learn all about the impact of the passion economy, why you should create your own private community, and much more. I'm Valentina, your host for this episode. And today, I'm talking to Rochelle Olsen, founder of Escaping Your Comfort Zone. Let's get to it. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for joining us on The Passion Pod today. How are you? Good, Valentina. How are you? Yeah, great. Now, I hear you are down in Australia. Is that right? I am. I'm down in the south. I'm about an hour and a half south of Melbourne, down on the surf coast in a lovely little town called Ocean Grove. Sounds so lovely. I really want to take a vacation right now after you say that. <laughs> so tell us a bit about your community. Sure. So my community is called Escaping Your Comfort Zone. We run body positive walks and adventures for women and also for non-binary people. Our walks and adventures are all slow paced. And one of our rules is there's no dieting or weight loss talk. We're just having fun in the outdoors because we can. Basically, we are on a mission to show people that you don't have to be a certain body type to be outdoors or adventurous. If you do a Google search on images of hikers or adventurers, you'll generally see a common theme. It's mostly white, mostly in slim bodies, mostly young, mostly going a long way, mostly doing it quickly. And in fact, when I recently counted, there was not one bigger body represented in the first 100 hiking women images on Google. So we're on a mission to change that. We're firm believers that you cannot be what you cannot see. The outdoors don't care about your size or your fitness or your speed and neither do we. So that's what our community is based around. So we've got currently over 3,000 people across a whole lot of different Facebook groups mostly based in Eastern Australia. 700 of them have attended an event of ours, but the rest are just thriving as part of our inclusive community and watching on and and being inspired. And we're in the process of moving all those groups over to Disciple and we cannot wait. So I really want to support those local people, but I'm really keen to use our new Disciple app to then reach out to body positive adventurers or wannabe adventurers all over the world. That's great. I love that. I must admit, when you look in magazines or or on Google searches or anywhere to do with fitness, working out, hiking, as you said, you do see a lot of people that are very slim. And for those that aren't as slim as that, you kind of feel like you can't do it because you don't look like that or you can't be a part of it, which I think is just so wrong. And I just love the fact that you're focusing on this, especially with the situation that we're having right now around the world where people are being more active in their day lives or wanting to be more active. So why not get out and get fresh air and, and just go out and do what you love that's going to make you happy? And it's not about going out and losing weight or getting fit. It's going going out and experiencing the joy of being outdoors and moving your body for fun. I've got this theory that as adults, we don't play enough. We don't lose ourselves in a moment, whether it be like one of my favorite ways to play is mountain biking, not steep stuff. 
bit down hills and it's just like sometimes you're just like wee yeah. and you're in the moment and it's so much fun but we're really keen as our part of our community to encourage that but also the mental health benefits of just being outside with a group of people who are, are like-minded it's just incredible yeah I was just about to say that I've recently got into doing more exercise for my mental health I work at home quite a lot I'm not seeing as many people as I was before and just to to help me through my day the movement I mean I love dancing it really is the best form of medicine is just getting outside and moving and me just jumping around and doing salsa in my living room endorphins that come from that and jumping around oh so much fun yeah tell me a little bit about your role and why you've now decided to move from Facebook over to Disciple so I started escaping your comfort zone five years ago back in 2016 and basically I've been building it ever since so yeah I'm the founder but I'm basically the jack of all trades (laughs) I have a crew of 55 volunteer leaders who actually go out and lead the hikes but I'm pretty much marketing finance payroll everything you name it and the reason I've decided to move over to Disciple was I was just getting so frustrated with Facebook. I just felt that I wasn't able to nurture our paying members very well. I was finding that even in our closed groups, we'd put posts up that might get 50 comments, but still only 20% of our members see them. The amount of times somebody would say to me, I wish I knew that was going on, but I didn't know about it. Really, really frustrating. And the other thing is, for want of a better term, we create a little bit of a bubble with the no dieting or weight loss talk, which is quite rare in a lot of environments. But when people are on Facebook, we can't control the fact that there might be a sponsored post right next to one of our posts that advertise such and such a diet or such and such a weight loss surgery. And I don't want to be subjecting our members to things like that. So I was really keen to, when I discovered Disciple, I was really excited. I love the similarities to Facebook because a lot of our members aren't necessarily tech savvy, but they know how to use Facebook. So there's a lot of similarities there, but there's so much more control that we can have over getting communications out and um, being able to connect people to, to com- other people around them and to be able to nurture all of our paid members as well. So that's really exciting. I completely agree. Getting away from all of what I call the noise of Facebook and social media in general, even on Facebook feed now, there's so much going on. So if you're a member of multiple groups, you're not going to see everything. And some of those things are really vital for our members. Now, I know that you're currently in the building phase of your app but do you have any favorite features that you're building out ready for launch to be honest just to kind of strip it down one of my favorite features and it's so simple but it's the letting members create a bio so with those questions up front and allowing people to one of our questions one of our questions is I um, write a bit about yourself what are your hobbies what are you into what so that allows me to understand more about our members it allows our members to understand more about each other but the really crucial thing which I really like is if I can see that so and so is really into she's got eight Dalmatians and I know so-and-so has a Dalmatian puppy 
I can then link those two people up. I'm like, have you met so-and-so? And to be able to be, one of the things that I've lost in having so many members now is the ability to be personal with people. And I really like that bio and just to be able to reach out to them personally and connect them up with other people and provide a holistic solution to them. I really like that. Definitely. It's all about fostering connections with other people so they can then make friends they can then you know if they're living near each other they can meet up you know there's just so many possibilities just by simply asking a question when they sign up let's talk about the collective which is disciples own community for disciple customers community enthusiasts we also have experts in there how has the collective helped you in your current building journey or learning about community management yeah so there's something in me that loves how meta it is that you guys have an app for people who use your apps. (laughs) I really, really love that. I think for me, it's knowing that I'm not alone in building my community. So because I've run this, I gave up a corporate career and now run this from home. And it can get kind of lonely, if you know what I mean. And very much so, okay, it's just me who's experiencing this. It's just me who's going through this. And so to open it up and realize that, wow, I've got this community around me of all these people doing the same thing and trying to nurture their community members in the same way that I am and learning so much from them. So whether they're running a photography community or whether they're running a yoga community or even like something entirely different, it doesn't matter where we're still pretty much on a very similar path. So, and you can learn so much from each other in different industries. I really love that. And the other thing too is some of the experts in there, both from Disciple as well as um, other members, are so willing to give their time. And I'm just like, wow, how are you running this huge business and you're willing to give your time to this? It's just really selfless and it's really incredible. And there's so much I've learned so far and so much more to learn. I know it might be difficult to say right now, but do you have any proud achievements in regards to the community? Well, I came to this realisation. So I'm the kind of person that sometimes I come to realisations late. (laughs) Um, Some things that may have been right in front of my face for a long time and then I suddenly go, oh, I get that now. One of the I get that now moments, and it's not necessarily about the app, but it is about the community is I took a group out camping a couple of weeks ago and there was a group of, I don't know, 20 of us and I had to pop out of the camp on the day that people were arriving. I had to just go up the road to get some phone signal about 2Ks and there were a couple of people arriving as I was driving out and I knew at that point that despite this fact that these were new people, I knew that they didn't need me because all of the experienced members who were there, I knew that they would embrace them as if they were me. And the fact that I now know that the community is so well established that as a leader, yes, I get to give a a bit of direction, but I'm not nurturing. I don't need to nurture the people anymore because all of our, like all of our experience members step up and nurture everyone who's new. And it's really wonderful to see. It's just like, 
this is kind of the tipping point. And that's if this was a planned organization that I started five years ago and I'd actually mapped it out, that would have been one of my aims. It has happened by accident, but it's just a really wonderful feeling to know that it's just the members nurturing each other. So I'm sure that will continue across once we start using the app for sure. That's incredible. And the feeling that you must have got when you were driving away of relief that you didn't have to rush back and that your members just could take care of it. You probably just were sitting in the car with a huge grin on your face, like everything's going to be okay. Exactly, exactly. And particularly when you're running it by yourself, yeah. like lifting that on your shoulders is so good. And when that happens, whether it's in person or online, you kind of take a step back and you're like, I did it. Congratulations on that. That's a really big feat. Now, if you had one piece of advice, golden nugget, for someone starting their own community, what would it be? So I was having a think about this. So the way I'm set up for insurance purposes and so on and so forth, we see a state sporting body. And I have a lot through the state sporting body, I get to do a lot of networking with other sporting organizations. And One of the things that I've been really privileged to do some talks for them about creating community and so for things like so sports like tennis and football and netball and so on and so forth is that one of the things I say is when you've got your community, if it's tennis for instance, don't just talk about tennis. You've got to understand that your members are whole people and so it's about holding that space to allow your members to be themselves yes they might want to talk about tennis but one thing that I find keeps our community really really engaged is encouraging people to open up about other things like so we have we do posts about show us your pets or where's your favorite place to have a cup of tea or what's your favorite cup or what's your hobbies or something like that and it's a lot of sharing and it really takes away from particularly for our group sometimes there's a lot of anxiety around getting started with adventure and hiking so that's really scary and daunting but talking about your dog or your cat isn't scary and daunting so you can get people to connect with each other in that way which then makes them more comfortable to then connect in other more adventurous ways. So that would be the one thing for me is just catering to to that full person, not just, okay, their interest is in adventure and let's just talk at them about adventure. Especially when you're bringing in new people for the first time and not everyone is extroverted and wants to, you know, comment or post or join a walk, for example, straight away. So you need to kind of reel them in slowly but these are sort of things you can do throughout the the time that they're in the community you don't have to just do it at the beginning to make them feel comfortable just keep doing it if people like talking about their pets you do something like a a monthly thread or a monthly event or, or whatever it is because you know that people like it so I think that's a great piece of advice thank you before we wrap up today's podcast How can people find out about the community going forward? The best place to go with links to all of our socials and everything at the moment and 
hopefully in about a month's time, our link to our app is just to our website, which is escapingyourcomfortzone.com. I know there's certainly an audience listening to this from around the world, and I'll be tapping into a lot of people in the group to get a little bit of direction for branching out to other places and connecting want-to-be adventurous women to each other all over the world. Fun fact about our podcast is actually being listened to in over 15 countries right now. So a great audience and probably more after this episode. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Rochelle. You shared so many great things. Good luck on the launch of your app and I can't wait to see what it looks like. Thank you so much for that, Valentina. Catch you later. That's it for this episode. To find out more how Disciple can help you build your own dedicated community, visit disciplemedia.com. Want to join the collective community? Head to the app or the Google Play Store and download the app and join us today. I'm Valentina, your host. See you next time.